Sorry, we're closed. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Episode 107, you know the drill. Sorry we're closed. Here I am, Mr. Pat Light. Um, and last episode, we went over a few things, and I'm going to dive a little bit deeper into each one of those things for the next couple episodes. Um, as you're listening to this podcast, however, I am probably en route or getting ready to be en route uh, to the great city of Boston. I'm coming home, coming back. Uh, I got a nice uh, lineup for the weekend going to um, out to Saugus uh, tomorrow or tonight as you're listening to this on Thursday and then doing a live show with Jared and the boys with the Shore Porch in Section 10 uh, at this place called Kowloon, which is, uh, I guess, Jared's favorite place, his old stomping grounds. And then uh, we have... Uh, I think we're just watching the game, and then from there, I think Friday night, go to the game, go out, enjoy the city of Boston. Nice change of scenery for me. I, I need a nice little break here from from Hoboken specifically as we start ramping up and get ready for the fall, which is busy season. Again, crazy to even think about that, that we're there, but here we are. So I went through four things last episode, uh, and I'm going to break down a little bit more each one of those things um, uh, in, in their own episode, a little bit more you know, a little boring, I think, but you, I want you to guys have a little bit of an idea of how, what I do and how I go into these things because I talk about a lot of things, but I'm, I'm not really sure that everyone knows how to or even how I, you would, uh, you know, go about doing something like that. So the first thing on that, on that four, on that four, uh, I feel like I'm boring myself even talking about this, but the first thing on that, on that list was, you know, raising money. So raising money can be a lot of fun. Let's let's make this spicier, right? Raising money, you know, it's a scary thing. I think a lot of people get scared to do it. I'm going to make it really simple for you. Buy something in the beginning that is not foolproof, but gives you a really good chance for success. Perfect example is what I've done with my life. I bought Green Rock. Now, for you people that are living, are that are living, are listening, and have been to Green Rock, have seen Green Rock, maybe even know me and have been around Green Rock for a long time before my time at Green Rock, etc. You know the place was a horse, right? It, it, it's so good. It's got a great reputation. It's got it's got a, you know a great following, a good clientele. There's not many downsides to Green Rock. Um, there were a, there were a few. I will give you that when I came in, but there were things that I could control. Things that like you know, reputation with the city not so good. The city, the city, um, you know, the the mayor's office, etc. They didn't really love Green Rock. They seemed to have caused problems. They didn't love the old ownership, etc. Again, but those were things I can control. I can come in, you know, schmooze people. You know me. And, and, and just talk people, you know, realize that they're, they have a friend now owning that business and not someone that's going to fight them tooth and nail. So that was something that was easy. But what, when you have that and when you talk about Greener, how successful it is, trying to raise money becomes one in that particular instance, raising money for Green Rock wasn't a hard sell. I was going around to people, Hoboken's a fairly wealthy area, but I was going around to friends and family that I knew. That knew about Green Rock, loved the loved it. Knew it was very difficult for it to fail. Uh, it was already such a good establishment. I, I I showed them the numbers and was able to get a good price and show them, hey, listen, you're going to make your money back in X amount of years 
you know, you won't get that anywhere else. You know, they, this guy thinks he's taking one over on us. We're really taking one over on him. This is as good as it gets. And then you have such a great already place that I can control the negatives that were as, uh, associated with the business. And now Green Rock thrives. We don't really have a negative that is associated with this business now. Now, did I start Green Rock? Did I make Green Rock what it is? No. It had a good 18 years before me of people building that place. I just came in and made it probably a little bit better as far as the, in the eyes of the city. Uh, we had a, had a partner who was one of the majority partners like my, in myself as a guy who was more present and more fun and, and was going to be around and be able to make decisions on site rather than hearing him third, third wheel and trying to figure out the best move to make. You just had a, a better presence. A guy, a guy that bought it at 28 years old, I think, or 20. I had bought it when I was 29, when I was 29. Yes, 29. And you just had someone that's more there. And you just, you know, to the old other guy's credit was, you know, well, yeah, we had a 29-year-old kid going in there to buy the, buy the place. You know, he's probably going to do a little better than I am. And so, one, it was easy to raise for that first acquisition. You have an already, it's like me trying to raise to buy Walmart or Amazon. You know, it's already a great business. It probably doesn't need a whole lot of management. It already has existing management that is doing a good job. All you got to do is keep status quo. And then on top of it, I was telling them, these are some of the negatives that I think that I can help fix. Boom. A raise happens. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. I have my first acquisition. From there, it arguably gets easier. As the owner of an already, you think, let's let's put it this way. We're going to keep on that Amazon trail. You think it's hard for Jeff Bezos to, to raise to do a business? No, because Jeff freaking Bezos. But like, I'm not comparing Green Rock to Amazon. I am, but I'm more so trying to say like, Green Rock is is a, a, great, a great name in town. Been there for 20 years. Solid business. Already does well. You have the the head partner, the operating partner of that business, asking you for money to go do another place that he believes has similar attributes and can do just as good. And can be doing be doing great money, maybe not green rock money, maybe maybe more than green rock money. You don't know. Each business is going to be a little bit different, but you have that guy telling you, "Hey, listen, see how I did this at Green Rock? You know X, Y, and Z. This business, see how similar they are. See, you see this location versus this location. You got you know this place does this in liquor. This place does this in liquor." You know, look at the food in comparison to Green Rock. You know, we have, look, we have some positives and negatives. I can fix these. I can make those, you know, I can then take, and also, if you're a Green Rock owner, I can take some of the positives from this place and make them positives at Green Rock. It's, it, it just makes life so much easier. And you end up having people line up to invest with you. You, you have people that want to be a part of this. One, also, you have the other, the other, um, the other side of it, of, of being a psychological thing, I feel like a lot of people, specifically guys, really want to own a bar. I think that, that's really helpful. Also, plus the, the margins in the bar business are incredible. So if you can do it, um, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a fun you know, place to be. A lot of guys want to, want to do that, want to own a bar. And so be able to say, hey, listen, you know, even if you buy in for 1%, 2%, hey, I, you know, I'm a partner here at Green Rock. That's pretty cool. I'm a partner here at Amazon. And, you know, whatever it might be, 
you have that psychological pull to get people that want to come in already. And then on top of it, you have someone that you think you're investing with that knows what they're doing and can show you, this is what I've done here. This is what I'll do here. And this is why we'll be successful. This is the return on investment. This is how long it's going to take to make it, et cetera, et cetera. Easy enough. So then you have people lining up, which is, is just the nature of the business. When you have successful businesses, this is what people do. It's a great, great problem to have. Now it's up to me to decide who I want to bring in. Now, when you're doing that, that, that portion of the raise, and that's what we're going to talk about next episode is, as far as um, – you know, this is right now we're talking about the financial partners, the people that are coming in for money. Now, some of them will like kind of double as financial and strategic partners. Some of them will be straight strategic. Some will be straight financial. And we'll talk more about strategic partners next episode. But the big thing here, what I want to talk about as far as when you're talking about just straight financial partners, the, you want to dive into someone's psychology. You want to sit down with them. You want to talk about it. talk. Just talk. Have them talk, 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 talk. Hear their personality. They'll tell you what their personality is. And the reason that is when you're when you have let's say a list of ten people. Say you need a million dollars, right? And you got ten people that all want to give you two hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? Now, $250,000 for 10 people, that's, that's it's $2.5 million. You don't need two point five. You only need a million. And now, like I told you, because of Green Rock, you already had prior successful investments. You're going to do this again. People are going to line up. People already think you've, done very, you've been successful, so they want to hop on that train. So now you have a list of 10 people. You only need four of them. So now... You talk about, okay, let's say for argument's sake, we're going to take the quarter of a million dollars from people. We're not going to, let's say, hey, I want seven of these guys. I'm going to take 100, 100, 100, although it might be possible. Uh, let's, for argument's sake, let's say we only want, we're, we're, we're only taking two quarter million dollars. Now you got to dive into these people's personality. The biggest thing you want from people, one, do you have any restaurant experience in any capacity? Because I'm in that industry. Okay, No. Okay, two, do you have any qualms or, or you know, objections to signing a waiver that essentially just makes you, as part of in the operating agreement, that makes you silent? You have no say in the day-to-day operations of the business. Um, big picture things, you know, if we're taking, you know, big money out on the business, stuff like that, you can have your say in proportion to your percentage. Um, but we don't want you here, you know, causing a scene, you know, being a, you know, as a small minority partner. We don't, we don't need that. The other thing is you want to talk about people is, one, there's, there's a benefit to having your partners come a lot. Green Rock's got a lot of partners. they got a lot of small partners in it. And, and you want people to want to promote the bar and want to come to the bar. Hey, I'm, I own a piece of this place. You know, come support my place. You want that. But then you have the other side of it where you have people that, you know, there I know owners that don't allow. If you do not, if you're not running the bar, you don't come to the bar as an owner. You don't come there. Because now you've got small minority partners that, oh, you know, I'm an owner. And we've had those issues at Green Rock occasionally. We actually have a really, really good set of owners over at Green Rock. So we haven't had that really that many issues. But, you know, there are plenty of places that ha- run into those problems. And so when, you're, when you have any, when you have 10 people that want to give you a quarter of a million dollars, you almost got to go on dinner, go to dinners, go to dinners, go to get drinks, go to the, get drinks, and find out who might be problem childs and who might not be. You know, who, who might, all right, well, you might cause a problem when you're drunk at the bar as an owner rather than a customer. You, you know, okay, you, I think, would be great. Oh, you live down in, in uh, you live in, down in Colts Neck? 
Or you live you live down in Atlantic City? You just want to be you just want to invest the money and get your check. Okay. That's appetizing. Okay, you're a young guy in town that's got a lot of you got a lot of friends in town, a lot of people know you. Okay, maybe that's appetizing. Now that's kind of like the 50-50. You're a strategic and a financial partner. You know, you bring your friend now. Well, when you own, even if you own two percent of the bar every Friday and Saturday night, because you're a young guy in town, you're bringing your friends to the bar you own, to your bar, whether you have any pull there whatsoever or not. Interesting, and you kind of just again you dive into those intricacies of, of, of each person, and you try to pick the best four you can think of. Not everyone's going to get a play. You always want to maintain relationships just in case you need money later down the road. You always will. You know, more than the times than not, it's tough not to raise. You know, pretty much always have to raise. But that's what I, that's the process that I go through when trying to figure out. And when I'm going to try to buy a bar or a restaurant, how do I raise? Where am I going to get the money? How many people want to? And then who out of that group do I want to bring in? More times than not, fifty percent, forty percent of the list, I ha- will have no interest in wanting to come into the business, and I really hope that I don't have to and be forced to. And I haven't had an issue yet where I've been forced to bring in a partner I didn't want to. So, um, with that said, guys, that is raising one hundred and one from Patty Westside. That's how I do it. That's how I go about it. Um, and it's it, honestly, it's it's a lot. Of, it's a stressful time for a lot of people because I don't like to ask for money from people, but. Uh, it's fun. I enjoy doing it, raising this money, seeing the people that have faith in you to go do your job. I think it's pretty cool. But without further ado, guys, I hope that if you're in Boston this weekend, you come check us out on Thursday over at Calhoun. You see Section 10 uh, versus uh, the Shore Porch with the, with the guest parents from myself. We'll have a few drinks after, watch the Yankee game, Red, Yankee Red Sox game. Um, and then I'll be around in Boston all weekend. So if you see me, come say hello. Come take a shot with me. You know me and I love my shots. Uh, I'll be with my girlfriend, Chelsea. Uh, well, I'm sure Jared will be around. My brother and his girlfriend are coming. It's gonna be a fun weekend. So, um, I hope to see you guys. Th- I hope to see you guys this weekend. And I hope that this this phrase actually is meaningful this time because until next time, I hope to see you guys at a bar in Boston this weekend. See you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Sorry We're Closed podcast. Go subscribe to our email chain over at thepatlight.com and follow us on all social media. Until next time, guys. I'll see you at the bar. So, all right, we're closed.